Satan the Mexican on 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 Snap. He's in our Smash group. He makes all that candy. Oh, um, my buddy Kenny. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's, he's no, definitely... I, I see him always make swords. Or I mean, he's extremely talented. I just don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, at Smash, he's uh, he's like to me like within the the level right above. Like CJ's above above. Um, he's right above. Starting to catch up to that CJ fella. I'll tell you right now, we had some fucking matches yesterday. Who have who have you been using? I've been trying to mix it up. Um, I've been starting to dip into heavies. Last night, uh, CJ and I had um, some Donkey Kong versus Bowser, me being Bowser. Those were extremely interesting. Um, my little Mac game is still kind of there. My Zelda game started coming back. Uh, but I've been experimenting with like Greninja and um, Lucario, Ganondorf. Ganondorf. Uh, who else, CJ? I, I guess that's pretty much it, really. Yeah. Uh, but I've been stepping outside of the characters I usually play. So would you you consider just like kind of light, fast attacks, or pro- are you mostly projectile? Do you like melee more? Um, I really like sword fighter characters at the beginning. Still do because I um I love characters with a counter. It's a very favorite of mine. Yeah. Um, but I've I don't know. I guess I'm slightly evolving a little bit. I'm I'm just starting to. I guess once you realize all the moves that you're possible or that you that are capable, you know, up, smash, down, smash, left, smash, left, right, down, yeah. air, up, and then tilts and stuff. And I, I started like just changing my play style overall to be as less predictable as I can. Mm. And I guess controls can drift over to other characters as far as possible. But uh, since CJ can play almost any character, I started to realize, I, I just knew, like, when I selected this character, like, what moves I was going to do. I know what a side B is. You know what I mean? I know what a down B is. I knew what an up B is. And I had to figure out a few things on my own. But I'm, I'm, I am trying to adapt to more characters to expand the roster to throw them off. I've been playing some Peach. Peach was a big one that Peach I've been... is frustrating, dude. Peach is frustrating. I've realized, like, CJ is like, I knew you were going to lose. But when I win with Peach, <laughs> I can tell he's way more frustrated than yeah. any loss that I've had. Because to me, okay, so for those of us just joining us, welcome to the Guycast. We have Tyler Silva from Squared Sucks. Uh, we have got the Rundown Roommates. We've got the Rundown with Silva podcast. Uh, dude, you're popping up everywhere now, man. I'm trying to, man. It's... It's been weird, you know, with the last year of nothing happening, I I created the podcast completely, I know that I sound like a broken record, everyone, if you've heard my podcast, you've heard me say this many times, <laughs> but when the pandemic happened, I absolutely panicked, I didn't think I was going to see my friends again, I didn't think I was going to see uh, other band mates of other bands that strongly inspired me, because um, like, sh- like the show has disappeared. They disappeared. So and, and that, the- that kind of... To me, was no, like the normality. The I this is my school. Yes. This is like I get to go see my friends, of course, once to two times a week or a month on the weekends, and we just have fun. Of course, we play, yes. we watch each other, we support, we buy merch, we, you know, we we do all these cool things. We smoke and drink in parking lots, like the cool camaraderie that came with local shows and and artists that you were you, you know, said it perfectly. You, you you're used to seeing it wasn't there anymore. Of course, camaraderie like disappeared. And that's what scared me the most. All of a sudden, 
Like, first of all, I'm not playing music for anyone. But second of all, the parking lot conversations that I got to have with these other musicians disappeared. And that was a huge inspiration, push, whatever. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. But it was that drive or something that just put gas on the fire for sure. Yeah. I, I like to call it, uh, I like to call it like, a, playful is a weird word, but um, like a community competition. It's like, hey man, like, what do you what you been doing? You're like, well, we're working on this new song. We got this live stream coming up, and we're we're pushing this new EP. And you're like, oh shit, maybe I should work on an EP. Like, and it's something where you know everyone's not upset when someone gets that next set list or oh we this person went on before me or anything like that. It's like no no no, I'm just stoked that I get to hear you guys work what you've been working on, what we've been working on, what we're working on. And then when you get to these you know parking lot convos, I, I to me that's what podcast started out as basically it's like yeah hanging out after a show being like wasn't that cool and kind of what else you doing go off what you're saying i think um i think these people don't get enough credit but these people that put on the shows and put you in this order at least as far as you know punk rock i guess i think they do it for a reason they know who's gonna open and they know who's gonna close and they know who's in the middle and they know who like comes where and when and that I think that's a really big deal. You know, you get kind of maybe some smaller bands to open, and then you have these big bands that end, and all sorts of shit in the middle, maybe as far as, I don't know, the totem pole or ranking, whatever you want to call it, but the way that the promoters do it seems to be something that always inspire the act before. So rather you be first, the next act is going to inspire you. Mm. Rather you be second, the next act is, is going to inspire you. Rather you be you be last, you know, obviously your crowd is inspiring you, but all these other bands brought out these people too. And you're yeah. feeling good. And you're kind of, now you're like, yeah. fuck uh, all these great bands have gone on before us. It, now we have to, now we got to end the show. It's literally like the promoter is trying to get you high off of something that you can't really sell on the streets. That's yeah. what it seems like to me. That's, that's very different than, and it's, it's split. There is to me, 50, 50, promoters and people who like i've booked a couple handful of shows so i've seen the ins and outs um who they know they know the person's song that they just released they heard the last ep they bought a shirt then there's other people that are they have a spot but they don't really know who's coming through so they just book like facebook followers or oh, this person reached out first. You know, things like, again, like they don't have like the ear to the ground that I feel a lot of these like punk promoters do. Um, but again, 50% do. They they know exactly what they're doing when they put these set lists together. Like you said, you you want your opener to strive to be a middle act and you want your middle act to strive to be a headliner, but you also want your headliner to feel the pressure of these people brought people out to see them. Now they're all watching you. Yeah. Do you deserve to be at that? that top and it kind of like you know lights a fire under your ass and we're lucky enough too that these other bands see it and no one's mean like we don't have like mean bands that are saying like oh we don't want to play with fucking skull drug no skull drug is the nicest fucking people you've ever met in your yeah. life you know what i mean and That's no matter so different than yeah. the hip-hop scene oh no i, everyone I trust me fucking, I, dude, everyone I've, hates each other <laughs> dude i've been in it before too you know i was doing a lot of guitar sampling got to work with some artists and things like that and i got to see that firsthand when i was really young i saw i saw grown men get jealous i, w I was playing with joel matthew and we were 
I don't know, 17, 16, maybe even 18 at the time. 12, you know? yeah. Yeah, we were fucking children, and we were trying to sell tickets to adults, and we were still in fucking high school, and we had to sell these 21 and up tickets. It was absolutely, if not impossible, extremely challenging. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's not all things. Like, these are these are general statements, but from my own point of view, I've been to shows where I'm I'm fine with everyone on the set list, but... A doesn't get along with B, you know? Oh, yeah. And well, I'm like, why? Yeah, well, like, to continue on, like, when we were that age, we were working with some really talented people as far as producers and engineers. And there would be grown men, artists in there, being jealous that the engineer had made beats for us you know what i mean wow and like the you know he was like sorry i'm gonna save this beat for them <laughs> like they're just better than you on it and wow. you know what i mean and wow. he's joel matthews extremely talented and there's no question of why that happened yeah but we watched grown men get angry at children we couldn't even buy a beer if we went we couldn't even buy cigarettes yeah you know what i mean that's crazy and and i i realized that at a really young age and i can't even be more th- i i've always loved punk rock but when i finally got into the scene I was ready for that. I was ready for something competitive, and I was like, I'm fucking tough now, bitch. Like, let's go. Uh, <laughs> but everyone's really nice, and everyone yeah. wants each other to succeed, and I was like, oh, God, thank God I don't have to be a dickhead to anybody, or no one has to be a dickhead to me. Yeah. Everyone no one's trying is to prove so themselves. fucking nice. I don't know if that's the fact, and it's I'm sure it's it's different from state to state, from town to town. We we had a small, small break here, smoked some... Uh, Smoke some cigarettes and uh, yeah, Jeremy sure popped in. Yeah, we, we had to, we had to do a little bit of uh, of briefing. Let well, Jeremy know what's popping. Well, Jeremy's in my band now, so I definitely he's playing bass for Squared now. I just heard about that. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm I'm really excited about it. I have personally not gotten a chance to practice with Jeremy yet because I've been doing so many podcasts. I've been a little busy. Yeah, but and it's I'm, new. It's a new thing, exactly. right? Exactly. It's a very new thing. This is within like the last few weeks of i don't know when this comes out but i'll tell you right now it's fucking recent yeah (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah it's super recent and i'm trying to it's it's no secret to anybody but i'm trying to backlog podcasts right now this upcoming weekend so i can have more time to practice with him and elliot diggs uh from rundown roommates and we're waiting for our drummer to come back from basic training. Are you guys doing a fill-in drummer in the meantime, or are you and Elliot just you know practicing what? on your own? Meatbag, b- before the pandemic hit, and we all knew that uh, Freddie was going to be taking off our drummer, Freddie. Shout out to Freddie. Um, Meatbag said he, he would love to fill in. and But he's busy, too. Of course he's busy. He's doing his own and, thing. He's barely even here, dude. Oh, yeah. That dude is flying to Vegas every other weekend, playing with Frakes and Deans. Um, it, the great thing is, is he's amazingly talented and he's like, I've played a few of your songs. Like, you guys ever need somebody to fill in? Yeah. So if I tell him a show far enough in advance, I hope it works and we can get some practice in. Um, or if Freddie's available, like, you know, whenever Freddie comes back, I hope he's back soon. The hard thing is, is that like with the pandemic and I have military family. So what do you do is you do three months of your basic training. You come home for a little bit, you know, everyone watches you graduate, and then you go do uh, the next schooling of what your job is in the military, whether it be in the Navy or the Marines or whatever. Then you go do whatever your special training is. 
like your your what your job's gonna be. Of correct? course, they make okay. sure you're physically tough and physically fit and ready and motivated to be a part of whatever it is your next step is. So, since the pandemic, he's gone for six months. Just yeah, that's just period. Yeah, six months chunk gone. Yes. Great thing is is that he's going to be playing drums for the military. Yeah, so, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's a that's music crazy. teacher. He's, he's, fuck, ex- he's Nick Cannon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's drumlining it, dude, he, which is a great movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, sure, I guess, if you're fucking weird. But uh, anyways, <laughs> I love Nick Cannon. Do I don't you, like him do as a person, but I love his movies. Do you really? Yeah, No, no, dude. no. Uh, drumline. Like, I okay. like Drumline I'm going to be perfectly honest. I hate his movies. <laughs> I don't think he's a good actor at all. He's only in like four or five. What was the one where he was a cop? Do you remember that? Um, no. it's CJ, I know you're back here, but look up the movie where Nick Cannon is this fucking cop. He's All right, so young... I'll I'll I'll, I'll kind of take a step back. I like I like one Nick Cannon movie. I like Drumline. <laughs> uh, I was never really a Wild and Out fan. I um, was for everyone else but Nick Cannon. Those were all great comedians. Well, the comedian parts, yes, but um, there's just something that comes with like, oh, I'm on TV, but I'm supposed to be goofy. But What's I'm it? also underclassman. Thank you, CJ. I did see that movie. Okay, um, like when he's like, he's <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever it was, seen. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was like the adult Cody Banks. Remember Cody Banks? Oh, of uh, course, that was for children. For, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> thank you, Muniz. Uh, okay, so uh, just to kind of tie back, tie back into what we first started off. People are like, "What the fuck?" Down B. Yeah, this right is gonna B. be all over the. It's place, gonna be all over the sure. place. Uh, if you don't know. Uh, the music side, you know, if you haven't heard like how we met, what what like what Silva's into, what am I into? Go to the Rundown with Silva and find the Guyver episode, or go to the Guidecast and find the Tyler Silva episode. You'll be completely filled in. You you if you are so confused on what we do outside of just talking about nerdy shit, those are the episodes. Those Absolutely. get the basics out. Now that that's out the way, uh, we are talking about Super Smash Bros. For people we who are confused. Fighting and you know games what? in general. I'll give a little just insight right here if people are confused. Me and Guyver are re- really close because of video games. You know, especially only because of video games. Only. We would have never found each other. Of course, I look. I, I posted. We were we were friends. You know, through social medias, and I was posting that I was looking for a group to play a certain game with. You were the first one to hit me up. We played video games for like three years together, and I lived down the street from you. I had no idea that at yeah, that time. That's but, the internet, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I knew you were into music. I knew you were local. Um, I knew you were dedicated, and we, we became really, really good friends after that. It was, as soon as we met in person, it was unstoppable. Yeah, you know, it was, it was one of those things where uh, I'm sure most boys and girls feel it uh, when they meet someone. They're like, this is it. Like, yep. We we were supposed to be friends, dude. I have to There's... ask you. I have to ask you something. Okay. Yes. This, this is some real shit. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say who, but this is a friend of mine who is a female, and she she is online dating. She's she's not a very social. She's shy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sweet girl, sweet as can be. And she was like, so I'm kind of like online dating. I talk to her every day. Um. I'll say we worked together, and th- and that's about it. But she was telling me, um, she's like, so I, I kind of met this guy on Bumble, and that Bumble is is meant for women. You know what I mean? They have to approach guy, whatever. And um, Bumble's a dating app. Yes, okay. Bumble's a dating app, and and it's where the if if you guys match, 
the girl has to approach the guy first within 24 hours or that connection is gone. What's that called with the the dance? Remember the old school dance? Um, like salsa or something? No. No. <laughs> no. It, was, it was like in like the 1980s and shit. The girl had to ask the guy. It was a specific dance. Sadie Hawkins. Sadie Hawkins. Ha- yeah, okay. There you go. Okay, okay so, so it's, it's the Sadie Hawkins. Good job, CJ. The By the way, shout community. out to CJ. He runs a lot of my fucking controls uh, on to the CJ. rundown this with guy's Suba. He's back the here shit right out now. Just... And Super Smash Bros. So many goddamn yeah. times. Um, but anyways, so it's like the Sadie Hawkins dance of dating apps, okay. right? So girl has to, you know, everyone knows the swipe game, I guess. You know, once you guys swipe each other, um, she has to message you. In order to engage the conversation, yeah, the guy okay. cannot message her first, and if it doesn't happen in twenty four hours, she's not fucking interested. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. It, it is. It really puts a lot of control in I, the girls. I hand. think it's fantastic because girls get spammed with dick pics and all sorts of shit all the yeah. fucking time. It's I'm a terrible. guy. I get dick pics. You know what I'm saying? So I can imagine as a lady. Yeah, guy cast, guy cock. Guy Anyways. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, this lady's okay, this so, lady's on Bumble. Yeah, so she she uh, ends up engaging with this guy. Now, they have never met in person, correct? And he says, like, oh, you know, I'd love to go on a date with you. We could do a hike. And, you know, she's really into that. She's a vegan. She's, she's down to get murdered, you know? Like... Thank you. Okay, not only that, let me write off this a little bit. Um... He's like, I can pick you up if you want. Now, she doesn't drive. Jesus. And, you know, she doesn't want to Uber to a hiking trail. I get it. But how trusting can you be to have a stranger come pick you up and take you hiking? I have sis. I have a sister. I have nieces. I, like, I have cousins that are females. That scares the fuck out of me that anyone is that trusting. You know what I would do if I was her is I would say, hey, do you want to meet me at this bar for a drink and we can get to know each other? First, don't go don't don't go on the uh, no. the the uh, dark shady woods first date. You know, oh, f- there's there's people who have taken uh, their wives and husbands on a on a hike, and they don't come back with them. You know what I'm saying? So I'll think of this two ways. Um, I I never got into the dating app scene. Like I, I was already like your with, boy was deep at one point. I was already in a relationship when that kind of became readily available. Like I had heard of it, but like. I, I just knew even if I wanted to, it would it just wouldn't work. It's not it's not how I would like to meet someone. And it's not how anyone on those is looking for someone like me. So as being the devil advocate, if I was a lo- if I was a lonely girl looking for, you know, companionship and some dude who piques my interest and wants to do something physical and go on a hike, of course. that can be totally an in- like an innocent thing. Like, hey, like. Of course. We're going to talk, you know? It's a real it's a real good uh it's like taking a walk around the block but a scenery, you know? And like you bond, you're like, "Oh, we're 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 very outsidey and we like fitness and all that stuff." Mm-hmm. But and I and this is just I have a son. If my if my son had a lady or a boy, tell him their first date after meeting online is in the woods or a mountain. To and, go on and, a they're hike. Pi- and they're picking him or her up. You know what I mean? There's no way. Like, it that would be, scares me. Yeah, yeah. To me, I'd be like, okay, well, my friend will take me, and you can bring a friend with you, and we can all go together or something. And that still, in itself, is like, well, I, I told how the, do they not know that yeah. they're not murderers or that they set this? I just have a, I have an instant paranoid brain of, uh, no, 
Let's meet. Yeah. Let's meet at McDonald's, dude. Like, I, let's let's link up at a neutral location where all of our phones of can be tracked. And there's a couple of uh, traffic of cams and a security camera. And like, there's no fucking way. Now I also want to say this, that I would do that this, as a boy. Well, this person is also at least four to five years younger than me. I'm about to be 29 in June. You know what I mean? So this person is about 24, 25, right? So extremely horny. That's well, that's another I, no. factor <laughs> that you, have to, you have to put into this. It's not like they're just looking for someone to read books with. I, I don't I don't think that. I I know this person pretty well, and but you know, maybe you're right. Of, of course, someone. Like, you know, I mean, they could join a book club, but listen, they chose. If you a want companionship, app. you want orgasms. That's just they go hand in hand. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. You know it's I mean? like C three PO and R two D two. You don't, like you CJ, don't get one without CJ the other. is my friend. Are we companions? Probably not. We're comrades, but like peers. Yeah, peers. But, but like companionship. I don't like companionship. I think is a little different. It's a little than, sexual. It's a little sexual, right? Yeah. So because she has a friend, you're a friend. Of course. So she's course. not lonely I, in a in a social she, aspect. She reminds me. My sister is very outgoing, but she reminds. I have a little sister, and they're roughly the same age, a couple of years apart. And so I understand. My my sister is very outgoing. She is very shy. But I see where they are similar. It's a contradiction. It is, but it, it's very—they have very similar parts that I fucking notice. Now, robots, m- robot parts. Uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that. It's so. Just- so what is what is similar between what you know with your sister and and this girl? Uh, to, to me, it sounds like she's you know I, I a colleague. Yeah, you know, no, no, but no, no, that no. resembles a, a, uh, a sister I w- relationship. I would even like even go further. That we we are really good friends. I I, I love her to death, and I only want the best for her. Um. But the thing that scares me is how uh, she told me, she's like, well, a lot of people do that. At first date's a hike. And I was like, okay, that even scares me more. Why? I, 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 Who I, are you I, hanging out yeah, with? This just goes Because on. when my sister was younger than this, she would tell me the same shit. And then she grew up a little bit and had a child and was mm-hmm. like, uh, I cannot believe I would ever say that to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm, I guess I'm just seeing the same things again. And this this girl is that I work with is as sweet as pie. I love her to death. And like You don't want to see her murdered. I want to put her on my shoulders and buy her her balloon. You know what I mean? Like because she's the best. And I she's trying to go into the woods with strangers and shit. That's what worries me. I was like to my friend, I I keep wanting to say her name. I'm not going to. Uh, Um but I was like, this is I think this is what you should do. I think you should tell this person to meet you at a really quiet bar and get to know each other. She's like, well, I don't drink that much. Like, fine, don't. Don't yeah, drink. Get Have a fucking, a fucking get a water. Shirley Temple, dog. Yeah, get a, get a water, get a Shirley Temple, and see what he does. But, like, you need to get to know this person before this guy decides to come and swoop you up from your place and, of fucking and work. And take you into who yeah. God knows where, hey, you know? Check. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on one second. Hello? I am on a podcast at Cosmic Soup recording right now. You're on the air. Oh, how fun. It's my girlfriend, Bailey. Say hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, I got to go. I love you, okay? All right, so we got a girl who is making some rash, at least rash decisions. You know, um, I, I, yeah, rash decisions is a good. I just fear for, her. and it worries me because she said like this is what a lot of people do. I was like, what? This is what a, a lot, lot of guys of, might do. Well, of course, a lot of guys might do, but like 
for that's a girl. bold as fuck, dude. Too. Is it, would you say that's bold? Yeah, to because have a stranger come pick you up from where you live and take you to a hiking trail. That's not crazy. Th- this is the crazy thing. You don't want to do anything prior to that. You you don't want to link up at uh, a McDonald's. Again, I, I'm attracted to McDonald's. If I was if I was dating yeah. right now, I, I'd well, meet. You could meet someone at a Starbucks for a coffee. That's what I'm saying. Like meet somewhere n- neutral. Like I and this is a you know a little bit of a, a step back, but I just uh, started using OfferUp. Okay. And so I started selling some computer parts that I don't need anymore because I started upgrading. People wanted my address. But I told them, like, no, I live right behind a 7-Eleven. Yeah, I'll meet you at 7-Eleven. We'll meet there. Yeah. I'll meet you in front of the security camera. I'll meet you to the point where if you were to attack me, I would have at least a defensive position. I would know that I am. I have my phone. I have a knife. I got a gun. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to rock, dude. And I'm just selling a, a power supply. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, an attractive girl going into the woods. I'm a straight-up... A, a a regional champion wrestler with a gun yeah, and selling a thirty dollar power supply, and I'm still, I'm ready. And I'll tell I'm you right now, rock, like dude. my friend in this situation, I'll tell you right now, she's not ugly. Like she she is a beautiful girl. She's and that's the other beautiful. that's the other and problem. That's what worries is me, man. it's. And again, this is a from a, a parent aspect and a human. You can't trust people that easily. There's just no there's no reason. Like even yeah. if. If I met a random dude at a show, you know, this is a real mm-hmm. situation. I'm at a show. He, we, we perform. I see him. He sees me. And we're like, what's up, dude? You want to hang out? Cool. If he asks me to go hiking and he's going to pick me up the first time outside of a show environment, that's a no. What did you want to meet like at a co- like for a coffee that's or a drink I'm somewhere public? And oh this is God. this is outside of the safety. This is just yeah. a, a, a human talking to another human. Do you <laughs> want to run the possibility of having to talk to someone yeah. for an, at least an hour? You know, a 30-minute hike up, 30-minute hike back? You don't know nothing about him? What if he's really into trains? I also think this, too. What if, what if he likes One Piece? I also you know? think this, too. So, like, uh, a catfish for a man is disappointing. A catfish for a woman is fucking deadly. Like, <laughs> like... like wouldn't you know cj's here too he's nodding his head i thought it was the opposite for a second i was like no 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 no. it's i'm like oh yeah that's That's true true. it's true it's so true so easy no no human you you've never seen them in person this guy could have just pulled up a google image and you're gonna meet him not only in front of your house but not have any way to contact anyone like what happens if for whatever reason he gets your phone. And I really think, like, this is what's crazy, is I think about the actual detail of, like, a girl walking into a car. So let's say... Um, She's like Vision. She walks into the car, phases like the, the twins from the Matrix. Well, She's it's, it's just, it's so quick, right? So this girl that has never met, and especially, like, I will say, this girl that told me about this, this guy has long hair, just like yourself, right? Long hair covers a lot. Real, real so creep. All, all, you know what I'm saying? Well, all the dude, all the dude has to do is wave, unlock the door. She gets in, and like when she gets the second glimpse of the face, and it's not him. Doors are already locked, and you're fucking gone. Yeah. And like this guy has a gun to you. I mean, obviously this is the worst. Yeah, case but that's scenario. that's 
what that's where the mind goes to. Yeah. That's it, what's crazy is that this isn't the first thought that she no. <laughs> had like, this That's why I said that. Like, this is someone she has like mutual friends with on Facebook. She's this isn't someone that like her friend hooked her up with. Something. You know? Of course, everyone is right now. Like, I'm lucky enough that I have a girlfriend and a fucking badass roommate that helps me run my podcast. I'm lucky. Ross, you'd be getting into trucks oh, with dudes. Who, kn- <laughs> who knows what I would be doing? When I was single and the world was open. I was getting into all sorts of bad shit on dating sites all the fucking time. I got into a bunch of trucks with a bunch of dudes myself. Yeah, a bunch of trucks, a bunch of dudes, a <laughs> bunch of bubbas, a bunch of uh, clogged throats, you know, everything. Everything <laughs> you can fucking imagine until I met the love of my life, my girlfriend. But, um, no, it just it just worries me is if, and I don't, I don't want to talk down on women at all, but, like, if they are that trusting on a dating app, I am really, really scared for our women because they are beautiful people and they do, you know, I, I think you know because you and I are both performers and we have really good women behind us now Yeah, that, like, we really rely on these people. And if I were to see someone, one of their friends even, you know what I mean, fall into something so nasty or something terrible happened to him. It's a red it, flag, It would dude. break my heart. Like, yeah. it would break. Well, that just shows genuine concern and, co- and compassion for, you know, fellow human beings. But well, people have been locked up a while. You got to, yeah, I think a, a big thing here is one, you got to, you got to live and you learn. If this is something that you've vocally have been like, hey, just, just know. Yeah. One, this isn't the standard. And two, there's many options before getting to this level. You follow so, but again, dude, I've yeah. I've made a handful of mistakes that and you know what? everyone I, could have told me what not to do, and I still would have done. Yeah, so and I don't even want to talk case by case. I don't even want to talk shit about this guy because she showed me everything. He actually I seemed seen like his dick. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? <laughs> I know his social. I saw the dick pics. I no. know his cat's names, dude. <laughs> but he seemed like an, a nice enough guy. Yeah, you know. But anyone can do that over social media yeah it's the internet dude you know it's people it's, think i'm a good rapper yeah because of the internet so know? i told her i'm like listen like where are you going hiking she told me where and it, lucky for me it was like around town and she's like i'm gonna share my location with you and another co-worker and like some people i know and blah 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 and i don't know i i mean i i just cannot it, it's absolutely bizarre that that could be a first date for anybody. And it, and she's like, everyone's doing it. I'm like, are you? I mean, I don't Who is know. Everyone? I don't know because I'm not dating. You know what yeah. I mean? You're not dating. So that very well could be fucking true. This could be the new standard. Like, His this could mur- be the new standard. M- first date, murder. Yeah. Second date, TikTok. You know, y'all share TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, Who knows, man? I, honestly, I'm, I'm the least... Uh, knowledgeable about the new you know the new dating same scene. here but again this is coming from a, a, a previous context uh a hopeful hopeful knowledge of just common sense like can i well, can you know, i trust this person like in general and it's so crazy because like this is where i felt my age a little bit but i remember my parents boomerang well i just remember my parents like you're not allowed to have a myspace mm. and i got one anyway and i would go check it out my friends you know what yeah I mean? Or like, uh, you're not allowed. Oh, that to, was nine. You're not allowed to play your PlayStation Two online. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel uh, that. that's un- where I'm with my son. Unless it right was now. with uh, my grandfather, because my grandfather loved playing video games online at the yeah. time when that first came out. Yeah, and then I started. Fucking, uh, yeah, Simpsons. Uh, what was the Simpsons Taxi Crazy Taxi game? Remember that? It was one of the first of X- course, yeah. Xbox Live games ever. 
Uh, but that's where I'm at with my son right now, dude. Like, I won't let my son play Among Us if I'm not playing with him because there's certain games you can just let them play. You know, there's there's restrictions, yeah. there's there's protocols, there's standards. But How old is like, your son? Sorry, if you don't, is that like too personal? No, no, no. So my son, his name's Zuko. Uh, very proud of that. I wanted to name my son Kakashi, and my son's mom would not let me. Uh, so I tried. Ev- I tried every Asian name. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried She's so probably very many nice names. <laughs> uh, but we we ended up on Zuko from uh, the the Last Airbender, and we do our best to make sure that the games he plays. There's, I I could do my best to try and fuck yeah. it up, and I couldn't. So, so so how old is he? I'm sorry, I'm not. He's like, nine, gonna be ten here in October. So that's young. It's young, but it's also at the precipice. There's a very thin line between ten and thirteen. Like when I was ten, I was like I had like a magnifying glass and I was making sandcastles. When I was thirteen, like I was flying to California to meet a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, Are you serious? Yeah. Like I was. I was what? a very mature thirteen year old. Holy shit! I was um, CJ. Can you do you like remember where like your parents stopped caring about that? No, they supported it. It's didn't they, they didn't but care, no, but they uh, were like. Yeah. We're no, in a no, no, rare like, situation. But, like, do you, like, I think we all remember, like, a point where, like, our parents cared about us, like, what we were doing online, and then just fucking didn't. It just broke. Do you remember something like that, CJ? Yeah, that had been, like, well, like, going from 10 to 13, like. You, it's so it's like, a transition it, period, 10 yeah. to 13. Anyone that can't hear. They wouldn't, like, raise an eyebrow. Okay, so anyone that can't hear, my boy CJ's back here, but he was saying like 10 to 13 when like you start throwing out little cuss words and things like that. I said crap when I was 10 after was a Halloween a party. That was a big And my one. mom b- b- pushed the brakes in the car. Like, what the fuck did you say? She said fuck. She's like, what the fuck did you say? And I was like, these this Halloween candy's crap. I remember we were coming from like a, a Halloween festival or something. And she was like, don't don't fucking say that. And like, I couldn't call my, my brother stupid. Like I couldn't, I couldn't say cuss words, right? Three years, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. It is. Well, it's a huge difference between your 10 to 13. It's not like seven and 10, but it's 10 to 13. It's still a huge thing. So, you know, he's, he's better be 10. The videos and, and games that he's interested in are, there's no PG and PG 13. There's no in between. So it's like, do we show, murder and and slight violence or no blood yeah. you know there's a huge gap well it's like everyone that's like fucking 10 years old is playing call of duty that's rated in for mature yes. so my son's playing uh uh call of duty he's playing mortal Kombat. like he's seen murder but that's not the crazy part like he can fatality all day he can kill kids in Fortnite. He can dance on their graves. My biggest things is between 10 and 13 is where you start to get into games that are more uh, interactive. So you, you can communicate mm. with people. And even yes. if it's just authentic 10-year-old boys hanging out with 10-year-old boys, there's 45-year-old men pretending to be 10-year-old of boys. Course. So it's not just like, again, we're playing a fighting game at home offline. Go go ham, dude. Whatever. But when you start to get into the online gaming, it's a huge predatory pool. So now you have to like you can only play certain games when I'm there. Mm-hmm. You can play games when I'm not. But from like, dude, like I, his YouTube's linked to my YouTube. Like I know every video he watches. I know every message he sends. Right. I know every friend request. But between ten and thirteen, I went from not being able to say 
crap to my mom paid for a plane ticket for me to come from Arizona to California and I stayed with anyone. Like I just had a skateboard in a bag and they just let me go for like two weeks and then I just got on another plane and went home. And like that's not like standard, I know, but that's where I'm like, okay. I've got three years between when my parents thought it was okay for me to sleep over at strangers' houses. Not like men, but like, you know, my friends. Yeah, we have course. a sleepover. Like, oh, we have a party. And we're, yeah. we're 13. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not like we had booze and shit, but we're definitely doing crazy shit that you should not be doing at yeah. 13 years old. Let me ask you this. Do you think, because you're a parent, so this goes a little bit farther. And like, you watch your kid play, I'm sure all these games that like uh like minecraft and what is it roblox or Ro- roblox roblox that's the biggest one dude a lot of people are pretending to be kids and they like they have crazy screen names and that's that's the thing it's not who they talk to it's not the way that they look their characters mm-hmm. which some of them are like it's inappropriate so i tell them like if you're not if you're not with me you can't play so do you because think- he doesn't know what is appropriate and what isn't so that becomes a standard and the biggest thing is those screen names it can it can be just like four four twenty blaze, but he doesn't know that's a a bad reference. Of so now course. he's just like he's like oh four twenty blaze like yeah. that's so funny or like bj six nine six nine six nine yeah or you like I mean? like slim thick like that yeah. will be like someone's name and again it's not crazy but it's enough to but like, like we he doesn't need know. to know what slim yeah. thick yeah. is like like thick like. T-H-I-C girl, like thick no, girl. No, 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 You don't need to be exposed to that. So that's why it, it comes into that I gotta, realm of what what, what do I need to be yeah. there for and what do I not need? Kind of writing off what you're saying, I got to ask. So you're a parent. I'm fucking not. I'll tell you that right now. But that's where we're extremely different. And I watch my nieces, nephews. Um, You know, I, I get to hear about your kid and shit like that. Um, about what they're into. So do we, let's just say the pandemic hypothetically got worse. Like, oh, it's worse than that now. Like you guys, another lockdown. Yeah, like you guys definitely got to stay home and it's going to be for like years. And you're like, well, fuck, you know what I mean? So would you ever like, I, I mean, we're always evolving, right? We're always evolving. So could Not, you see like the future? Everyone else but me, but yeah. So could you see the future of play dates being some sort of like, xbox live party and like you talk to parents and shit like that and they're they're like playing minecraft for like a couple hours for recess or i yeah easily that's that is definitely if not already happening going to i think the next step in like i i want to call it you know this is a this is a dude bro science you know Mm -hmm. and the next step of i think the technological gap and when it comes to socializing if I had the wherewithal or the hardware or just the equipment, my me and my son would hang out with another father and his son in VR. We'd go like whoa, like whoa. I you just took it a whole step further. I'm I have a a, a phone, you know, that's yeah. watching what he what he's seeing, and they would go. I'm like, hey, dude, like, all right, so at four thirty, um, you got a play date with uh, uh Nathaniel. Uh, me and Nathaniel's father, we're going to link our, our queues or our servers. You and him are going to go play zombies, you know, or uh, play uh, Minecraft, whatever it is. Yeah. But we can watch what they're doing, what they're saying. Uh, we'll literally be moderators on play dates. Like, hey, dude, like, we can't go outside. 
you, but you have this square. You gotta yeah. This is your fucking server. You trick like. them. You and this is my big thing too. It's not just uh, the social aspect; it's the physical aspect. So kids are used to playing PE, dude, and it's without having the teacher there to correct them and make sure they're doing what they need to. I make my son do like they're called superhero workouts. It's to think that he's being a superhero, but it's him just working out. So yeah, he'd be like, exactly. So I'm like, hey, you guys can play. Um, a tug of war or hide and seek, but you, you know, you have the square, you got your goggles right. and you're chilling. So now they get the social aspect of like, no, 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 go left. No, 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 go right, go right, go I right. I used to be scared but- of the straight Naruto fucking <laughs> rundown from Kakashi. You know what I mean? All those workout regiments, that's what my kid is doing yeah. now. <laughs> but I think uh, the next thing is how do we continue to have social interactions without the danger of, okay, the pandemic, strangers, mm-hmm. uh, people that haven't been vaxxed, like, there's so many things that went into your children hanging out with other people pre-COVID that it's like a hundredfold. Well, so I think that yeah. technology and video games are going to be a huge part of it. And I like I've done it before. I have an Xbox Connect. It can track my movement. We can we can work out together yeah. from our homes. No. You know, like we can play dumb games that trick us into working out easily. So I think that's a huge thing, yeah. but eventually we are going to need to mask up and just like, go go chill, dude. Just go hang out. Well, I think, you know, I'm not going to get way too into this, but a lot of data is in now. First of all, this rarely affects children, what we're in right now. Yeah. Because well, everyone's playing fucking video games. We're already doing what we're doing now. Well, this is like, first of all, the flu fucking killed more kids than what this is. That's a fact. Yeah. That's That's on paper. You can look it up. But the flu has killed way more kids than COVID has. You know, COVID, we've realized, doesn't really affect that many children. There are definitely outliers, don't get me wrong, that those are fucking facts from universities, studies, scientists, doctors. That's real. Yeah. Another real thing is that sunlight kills this shit. Like, that's a like van- fucking like fact. Like, it, it no lie. And and the fact that they keep us inside is terrible. Should we wear a mask? Probably. We yeah. probably should be. Should have wearing... been doing it before. Probably. Yeah, M- maybe. You know what I mean? I I I'm not gonna say I'm an expert on that, but it definitely stops the spread. But this thing has a fucking like, it's somewhere in the like high 80s or the 90s of a recovery rate, which is much higher than the flu, and that scares me. Like the common flu. Yes, and yeah. the now the common flu is gone. Now I'm not saying that this does not kill people because that's very wrong of me to say, and I'm not saying I I like wearing a mask is infringing on my rights. No, it's super easy for me to put on a mask. I can go on a mask and go to a fucking bar. Yeah. I, I you know what I mean. I can go have fucking dinner. I will wear a mask around anyone that wants me to wear a mask around them. Yeah. I, I will not shake your hand. Of course, like <laughs> I I will do anything to make people feel okay for sure but i really hope that i don't know i want real facts to be there instead of like these propaganda facts to be there and it's not fair to people the one thing that they don't tell you is be healthy and we're back you know what (laughs) (laughs) and we're back i realize you don't do this on this show that's crazy and we're back we are back yeah we were just talking about crazy shit the pandemic i want people to be healthy i want people to not be scared but i want people to look at science if we need to wear masks i want people to wear masks um i want people to be fucking safe i want people to get their vaccines 
I think vaccines are definitely need to be available for people that are at high risk. If you're a healthy ass fucking person and decide not to get one, you take zinc and vitamin D every day. You know, that's on you for sure. You know, if you think you can fucking beat it, but I know this is taking a toll on some people and even killed people. That's my stance on it. That's where we left off. Anyways. So outside of uh, social, uh, social dilemmas and relationships and trust in strangers, uh, one of the big things outside of music that we really have in, in common is you know video games. So it's how we met. It's what we do when we have the free time, if any. And I've always really been curious to the, like, what what is it about a game that will make you play? Because I've recently discovered games that I I felt I would never enjoy no. playing. It's funny you mentioned that. I have that. fun playing. Yeah, because CJ and I have been talking about Outriders. And new game on the rise. Dude, so it's kind of, Okay, so I, I really want you to check it out. It's a brand new game, and it seems to be working 70% well. Because it's a cross-platform game, right, CJ? Yeah. Yeah. One of the cross-platform servers are up here. So, the, the cross-platform game... Is it game, just PC right now, or what? No, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, whatever oh, okay. you can get on. Outriders. Um, it's it's very similar to the division, uh, a little bit more um, with a abil- like the ability base in, in the division. You would have uh, your ability would be a piece of gear, right? Like a grenade of some sort or a turret. But this one is like ability wise, and it's kind of cool. But it only looks like the the, the before you buy. I couldn't recommend w- more watching the before you buy because the game seems to be as much as it tries to implicate other styles of weapons there is no long game there's no sniping game there's no mid-range this is all in your face you know it looks like destiny it is very similar to destiny and the division together like i would say destiny more towards gear and division more towards gameplay so it's a it's a looter shooter yes it's a looter shooter third person but i didn't i saw some melee stuff though is there swords and shit um i think they're probably cj no yeah, he's only oh, played. Okay. He's only got a few hours in, but the thing is, is after I watched the stream of it for like a few hours while I was playing another game, and it seems that there is only one really style of gameplay. There isn't a whole, you know, long mid range. This is a whole lot of fucking spray hordes, uh, okay. and um, just like in your yeah, yeah very much. Have uh, you ever played Devil May Cry? I have not. Okay, that's a CJ, that's one have of you played series. Yeah, you played. That, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't think I would like because it's very like, all right, not like non-generic or very generic demons coming, and it's very stylish. But it's like it's a very good combination of okay, you can have crazy big bosses and just kind of butt mash. There's there's a reason that Ghost Recon Wildlands did so well, and Ghost Recon Breakpoint did terrible. And I think it's because they changed from, like, an awesome shooter to, like, a kind of loot shooter like the Division was. The Division did great for its time. So you liked Wildlands. I loved Wildlands. I thought Wildlands was a fantastic game. First of all, I never played that game alone. I only played that game through with one to four other, or three, I guess. That's that's definitely where it comes through. So I bought the game off of a recommendation. It suffers so bad when you're solo because your AI I've heard that. I've heard that. makes mistakes where the the whole point is you're sneaking 
We'll have everyone to go about to... it, but your 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 AI is just not going to pick up what you're laying down. Exactly. Like you're like I'm lining up a shot, but the mm-hmm. AI steps too. Li- you're like, I didn't even do that. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I didn't even tell you to go there. Yeah. So yeah. I can see easily um, how that game, uh, along with a, a handful of other ones, they almost need to be played with other people. I played that game almost every day. And I never once played that game by myself. I mean, I had a really good group of friends that were just dedicated. I would either play with one person or three other people. Yeah. And it was the time of my life. I, I will say that. And we would have to go to different parts of the map and beat through all these different fucking yeah. things to even get this one piece of gear that we needed. <laughs> and I yeah. didn't play Breakpoint, but I heard a lot of things that like it was just... It, it took away from a lot what Wildlands was. And the reason Wildlands started failing was because um, the PvP was promised over and over again. And it didn't come out till way later when everyone had beat the game. If you would have got that PvP out when everyone was in the middle of campaign, which is very hard to go through because there are two endings. And it's tough. I've gotten to those last parts. It's really, really hard. And if you would have gotten that PvP in there. because the PvP, Just like from the get-go. Oh, man. That game would have been completely different. I'd stand by that. And then it's the reason Breakpoint didn't do well. Yes, they brought a lot of really graphic, appealing content, but all you see through this game is fun speedruns of being stealth. No one wants to look at fucking um, gear or anything like that. Like, when you were playing The Division, if you ever played... Yeah, I played re- the very beginning, for sure. Yeah. and like you when were, everyone was all hyped about it. But do you remember when you would kill a fucking mountain of enemies, beat, beat something, and you would just look for a color? Because you yes. know, like, I didn't need that, 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 yeah. that, that, that. So, to me, it's the most, at least uh, recently, one of the most recent accurate representations of how not to farm. This is the least fun way to farm. Exactly. You you don't introduce any new tactics. You don't introduce a higher population or a higher percentage of gear loot. Like I'm 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 just farming and it doesn't even it's not even fun. And I know that's weird because the definition of farming should not be. But I'm I've played Dark Souls, okay? I get it. CJ is a big Dark Souls guy. It sucks sometimes, but it should be worth it. You know, if you're farming for armor, it should be like, all right, dude, this is this was fucking worth it. But sometimes, especially with division or even um, with the uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Ghost Recon, I just there was no there was no reward. There's nothing big for me to. Be yeah, like, oh, we can yes. shit on games all day, I guess. But like, okay, so what are you looking for? And I'll give you an example because I am much looking forward to. The new Battlefield. The new Battlefield 6 is supposed to be modern again. And first of all, they left. When they left the modern scene, they left was, on a really good note. It was the best battle, oh my battle. You could okay. go to 3. You could go to Battlefield 3 or you could go to Battlefield 4. Battlefield 4 yes. was honestly the peak. To me, my favorite Battlefield is 3. I, so, I hear that a lot. I played four a lot. I mean, but I heard that I played Hardline, dude. Oh like, man, Hardline I, was good too, but it wasn't as good as four. No, Hardline was like one of those things where uh, they wanted to be Siege a little bit, or maybe I, I can't. I don't know the dates between those, but no, that, yeah, they were trying to be Counter Strike, like CS:GO with Siege, but have the big map. But you can't. No, you can't. You, you can't play like a six or seven man on on a map that big. Again, it's, it's either too big mm-hmm. or it's. It's too small to where there's 
there's too many holes. There's and it's too many little so sniper spots. It's so hard to perfect, too. Like, I'm not saying, like, they did anything wrong, because that's so hard to perfect. But Battlefield 4, dude, like, taking down skyscrapers, like, jump, like, it was, to, to me, when it comes to these big battles, Halo, Call of Duty, all these to, epic games, yeah. they knocked it the fuck out of the park well, for Battlefield to, 4. The thing about Battlefield 4 is you got to play the game however you wanted. If you wanted to be a fucking pilot taking soldiers to the next point, or if you wanted to drop off a sniper on a roof, or if you wanted to be in a tank, there was no way you couldn't play that game and be not entertained. Yeah. You know, there was... Even ev- foot soldiers, you just assault rifle. Assault rifle, mid-range dodge, rifles, tank, long rifles, trying to, tanks, trying to dodge this, this anti-tank. little uh, uh, sparkling sniper scope. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, now I'm going to jump in this yeah. boat. Now let me go get to this point. When it came to Hardline, it was just like your, your cops and your robbers. Yeah. It, took, it took a large part of that yeah. out. Yeah. But I don't think it was bad. I just, I, I mean. It was, to me, it wasn't as, as good or fun. And it, that's it's not what we wanted from preference. them. It's not what we wanted from them. It wasn't and I'll like leave an evolution, it at that. Yeah. You know? And then they came out with the the Battlefield One, which is uh, you know, the World War One, and then they came out with Battlefield Five, which is the World War Two. And as as good as those games were, it just if they look great. I didn't I didn't enjoy playing them. No, not as much as four at Cause, all. Because you don't get a sniper. You know, you get a nail uh hammered into a metal scope, like you get a really you look yeah. like you're, you're trying to be a, a shitty pirate and it's all moving and and the crosshairs aren't there like there there was definitely something about because you lost a lot right it was almost like playing like a dumbed down battlefield 4 not that it was a bad game because it looked amazing and and you know uh, bullet trajectory was like good great yeah the skins just sucked like if we could have had and this, and again, it's they they the perk to system work with was these, whack. These First time of all, perk system was whack. There it's was a time no frame. there was no perk system in Battlefield Four, right? It was about attachments you can get and good fucking luck, right? So now you're getting these fucking perks that some make you reload faster, some make you shoot sharp. It, it was pretty ridiculous in the Battlefield Fives, and and there wasn't a big weaponry. I'm not gonna say that at all because they were absolutely accurate. There's only a handful of fucking guns you can fucking use in World War Two. Yeah, there were not a lot compared to today. Yeah, um, that's for sure. Anyway, stop talking about fucking video games. Tell me about some fucking music. All right. So outside of uh, what you've been doing for the podcast, um, I know that the pandemic has really put a real big uh, hit on just performance getting out there just meeting people like you said the, the parking lot conversations the the meet and greets like everything that comes with I'm a I'm a local band performing with other local bands what what is kind of uh really been the the like I guess focal point that you've seen recently cuz I mean Square's got a show coming out at Yucca like are you finally seeing like okay it's kind of coming back yeah um I get really stoked when I see people, um, whatever, because there's like three different types of vaccines, but whatever they get, and if they feel ready to come back out, I'm, I'm going to be happy to see them. No matter if you're wearing a mask and you don't want to fucking touch me, I don't blame you. I will fucking wave to you and tell you I love you. <laughs> I really will. Um, if you want to hug me, I'll fucking hug you. But I want to see, I guess what I'm most excited to see is 
people getting out of their anxieties and ready to come back. Whether you be uh, a venue owner, whether you be a musician, this has been hard on everybody. No matter how you feel about it, I mean, I, I, I strongly believe in improving your health, wearing a mask when necessary, um, but it all starts with your health. For sure, I'm not healthy, but I've I've strongly considered the vitamins I'm taking every day now and things like that because I want things to go back to normal. I don't know if things are going to be normal again, but I want these people, my friends, myself, that have been kept up in this pandemic that I don't get off. You know what I mean? Like get high, get drugged up, get drunk to being ourselves. If we had no alcohol there, we would get this fucking crazy high just for being able to be ourselves that people understood us. Yeah. When you start being cut off from people that understand you, that's what scares me. It scares me for me. It scares me for my friends. I'm lucky enough that I live with friends. Not everyone's as lucky as me. A lot of people live by themselves. And, you know, you could have been a musician that lives by yourself on top of the fucking world and everything that you loved and knew was taken away from you. I fear for those people. I want them to be okay. I really, really do. And I think some of that just goes into having a conversation just like you and I are, you know, we can talk about anything. Cause I'm always, I'm always here for you. You know that we're friends, but as a musician, I think these conversations really mean the world to you at a certain point. And the, your performance means a certain way to you at a point too. I wanted to start the podcast because I knew that shit went away from me. And if that shit went away from rather it be, you know, whom from Skulldrug or fucking Guyver or fucking uh, Drew and Joey from TV Tragedy and Blottervision or Birth of Monsters, if they ever felt like they were in this fucking hole where once they were being heard on all these fucking stages and now are not and don't even know how to feel about themselves anymore, well, come and talk to me where everyone can fucking hear. Talk to your fucking people. Yeah. Talk to everybody. Because we all love you and miss you and want to see you play again. That's why I started the podcast. A huge part for myself, too, because I was worrying about my own sanity. I had gone through these crazy breakups. I was worried about um, all sorts of shit, you know? My, my life changed this last year, for sure. I'd stopped playing all the shows and seeing all the people that I loved the most, especially... After something, you know, domestic violence had happened to me and this person I thought I loved turned out didn't fucking love me as much as I thought. And it, it, everyone will tell you that this is a fucking part in their life that they come to. And it happened to me. Yeah. And it happened to me during a fucking pandemic. And that fucking sucked. Yeah. That fucking sucked so much. And I wanted to just keep talking to people. And I think I knew that people wanted to talk as well. Especially yeah, feel it. And, and you know, even just for things like this, it's it's so rare, even for close friends like yeah. you and me, to just get this time. Oh, of course. We don't ha we don't have the we have to set time to to make sure that we can interact with other people. And again, it's the whole reason why before the pandemic I even wanted to do a podcast is I want to have an excuse to talk to someone who I think is genuinely interesting and I want to hear from. But it's not just a phone call. You know, it's not no, just a text. No, no. It's not just a parking lot conversation. Yeah. I want to be able to document and record 
our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, everything that's going on at the moment. And that's, you know, it's kind of the whole point why we started up what we're doing on our sides and why we're doing this here now. Oh, I'm super hungry. You can hear me yeah, sorry. I fucking hear you through um, the mic. The, uh, the biggest thing that I can say that has come from all of this is with your own podcast on your own and with mine, I am even more excited to, to get our own podcast going. Of course, yeah. Once We've a been month. talking about it a while too. Like, but me now, and you want now to do we have something. a space because again, like you already are running your podcast from your place, and just those episodes cause a whole restructure. You know, it, it, it's it's not built in completely. Mm-hmm. Even with this, this is all pop up. You know, this yeah. was this is not how well, it it's going to grow. It's going to grow. I mean, I, I want you to think about you're shooting podcasts out of your van and now you're in a studio. This is not it's something huge. that happens overnight. Yeah, this is growth. Three three months of time has gone from I'm outside of this same studio mm-hmm. out of a van. Now I'm in it, you know. Yeah. And so it, it goes to show what hopefully will come with our own, you know, little podcast oh, that we have going. Definitely fucking sure. Because I think once a month outside of us talking to you know, the new up and coming person or the, the new release or, oh, this, this, uh, this new project's coming out. I think there's something that's huge that comes from you and me just coming together once a month and just what, what happened? What, th- what's been going down, dude? I don't think enough of either of our scenes, whether you be in hip hop or punk rock or whatever the fuck you want to call us and whatever our scenes are. I don't think there is a whole lot of shit like this. And I think it's going to be really important to, you know, a lot of people get involved with all these local acts. I can't even tell you. I'll tell you actually right now, Skulldrug is always going to have more people following them than I will ever have. <laughs> FOL is always going to have more people following them than ever. But if I can have conversations with these guys that write this, these people's favorite songs, I think it's going to be really worth it in the end. And if I go down my... I always think about this when I start podcasting. When I was a kid, I was working this fucking job, and I, I, I must have been 16 years old. And this is when like Facebook was just starting up, right? I posted. I, I was just waiting for the day to end. I was just sitting there. It was a slow, slow fucking day. I think we all know those days at work, right? So I'm fucking sitting there, and I post on Facebook. I'm like, oh my gosh, today will never end. So I fucking am posting this. I realize I'm getting a call from my grandfather while I'm about to clock out. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, let me ignore it. Don't want to fucking do this in front of the boss or whatever. Talk to you. So I ignore it. And I saw he left me a voicemail. And so I'm driving home in my car. And I fucking listen to this voicemail. And my grandfather goes, hey, Tyler, I saw your face, uh, your Facebook post today. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw you post like today uh, is never ending. He's like, well, let me tell you this. You know, now is never ending. Tomorrow doesn't exist. Yesterday doesn't exist. There's no future and no past. The only reality is the now. And now is never ending. Tomorrow doesn't exist. And neither does the past. Now is never ending. So as much as you take advantage of the now, that can never end. See you later, buddy. And that was the voicemail I got. Voice that changed my life. That changed my life. My grandfather was a public speaker pastor. You know, I don't, I, he, he's a Christian and whatnot. I was a Christian a whole lot of my life growing up until I grew up and just stopped, you know. But he is very spiritual. I'll say he's more spiritual than religious. I, I'm always going to stand by that. You know, he writes all these crazy blogs and books about how, you know, churches get money just to get people to come back. But he's, 
very much involved with whether it be relationship with God or himself or whatever. I think he has a lot to say about the inner beings of ourselves. And, and that really hit me. And since I started podcasting, that meant the world to me because now I have a conversation in mind now recorded for yesterday, tomorrow, and the next day. And I get to share that with everybody. Yeah, You know, that, that hit me really fucking hard when I started podcasting. I was like, holy fuck, this is what he was talking about. I, these conversations get to go on forever now. Mine now gets to go on forever. Yeah. Our now is going to go on from this fucking camera, this microphone, and still exist. That wasn't the case. And it's still not the case in a lot of things. But I, 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 was ex- I just realized how grateful I was for something as stupid as this. And I wanted to take full advantage of it. All the people that I loved talking to in the now... FOL, Skulldrug, Reason Unknown, Mad Dog Tannen, Guyver, Damon Logan, Joel Matthew. There, there's so many that I wanted to share these conversations that I had in fucking parking lots with people, you know? I it it meant the world to me when I heard that and put it to podcasting. And that just happened this last year. I heard that quote voicemail from my fucking grandfather when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and now 12 it's years ago. fruition. It makes total sense now. Yeah. You know? And it's it was tough this year. It was tough because all of my people I loved being involved with in the now were in different places. Some of them were depressed. Some of them were happy. You know? More time with the wife or more time alone or, you know, losing your job or gaining a job from home. Everyone went one way or the other during all of this. And... I wanted to make sure people are okay, but I wanted to let people know too that I had on my podcast that things are going to be okay. And I spent a lot of fucking money building what my podcast is. And I think a lot of people that came were skeptical about it until they saw what it was and it gave them the confidence. Almost like they were on a stage. You know, when you show up to a, yeah, you show up to a show that you've never heard of and all of a sudden you're on, that's a dope ass fucking stage. Yeah. You feel way better. I thought we were going to be on pallets. Of course. And there's a staircase. Yeah. I have to walk upstairs to get to this stage. Absolutely. And I wanted people to feel that way about the podcast, which is why I took so much time with the rundown with Silva because all these people, I, that I'm having on, I know they miss exactly what I miss. And I want the podcast to evolve to, you know, people that aren't performers and things like that, maybe uh, authors of books and which I've gotten a chance to meet comedians, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't want to direct it just towards performers. It just so that's, happens. That, that's I, like the starting point. Yeah, of course. You know, I know a lot of performers and I know that these guys miss performing. So let me give you a small chance on a, a channel, a camera, a, a thing I have. And, it's great how humble these guests have been that I've had on. I'm like, I can't believe you're this excited to be on, you yeah. know, recording in my fucking dining room yeah. with, with my roommate behind the board. Yeah, you know? that's awesome, man. I remember recording a podcast in a in a room where I'd have to flip my mattress up to fit the equipment in, and people would walk in and have to meet my mom, yeah, and then come into my little apartment, my room, not my apartment, my apartment room. And they would see like the mattress up and I'd have studio lights and all this crazy shit. And they're like, dude, this is, I can't believe this is where you do this. So um, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but uh, just cause uh, we're, we're coming close up here on the end time. Uh, I wanted to find out exactly what, what's the, the newest places to find the podcast. What's some uh, new, new stuff that's going yeah. on with uh, squared and rundown roommates that we can find you guys. 
yeah, so uh, now that things are lightening up a little bit, um, music's like we're we're going back at the music. Um, I, I'm not gonna say that there's anything new coming out, but we're definitely um, you know knocking a little bit of rust off the hinges right now. Rather it being rundown roommates or squared, um, right now it's it's getting back to work. As far as my podcast going right now, um, you know you can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, YouTube, Facebook. If you want any visuals, obviously it's on YouTube and Facebook. If you need just the audio, anywhere you listen to a fucking podcast, Anchor, um, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast. Uh, we're on like almost. If you listen to a podcast, it's it's really not too hard to yeah. find. Right now with Silva. Yeah, and um, right now I'm talking to a lot of local musicians in our scene. It's it's one of my favorite things to do, and I think that's how this podcast is going to evolve. It's going to evolve into its own thing for sure. But right now it is me talking to a lot of people that I loved playing with or seeing at shows or strongly caring about that have something to push, which I always try to get someone on that has something to push. I've managed to have these awesome guys of uh, you know, Team Tragedy, Blotter Vision, um, Damon Logan as a solo artist, you know, they're all pushing something. Um, even Jeremy, you know, just pushing, uh, getting musicians to record, you know, and be able to put something out. Yeah. Um, this is what my platform is for. If, if you have something to push and you want to come talk to me and I'm really interested in what you're pushing, or even if you are just a talented human being, I, I want to talk to you. These conversations mean the fucking world to me. And I think, I will say my biggest art, uh, I don't know, channel, I guess. It seems to be people trying to make content. Songwriters. Songwriters get really inspired by conversations. So I, I wanted to have these conversations. I really did. Yeah. And um, anyways, you can find us on all sorts of platforms. There's almost nowhere you can't find us. We're following you, if anything. Yeah. Um. So as far as your uh, your two bands, your two projects that you're currently involved in, uh, what's the easiest way to find those? Uh, you can find uh, Rundown Roommates on uh, Spotify. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Um, I know that you can find us on SoundCloud. Uh, and then as far as Squared Sucks, you can find us on most of the same platforms as well. You can find uh, Rundown Roommates' newest music video on YouTube and Facebook um, at Rundown Roommates. Roommates has two M's. Except for on SoundCloud, because I, I was kind of drunk when I posted the SoundCloud. I always, for, I always forget the second M. Yeah, well, you don't have to forget it on SoundCloud because I fucked it up on SoundCloud. Yeah. I was really drunk when I made our SoundCloud. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it, man. That you know, I want to keep doing the music and I want to keep doing the podcast and um, I want to keep trying to uh, I don't know, expand my creativity and I want to show. Uh, people that I have on my podcast because they are performers a lot that you know this isn't over yeah it's a little speed bump but honestly you I was you know I've been, I've been podcasting for probably four to five years not consecutively not consistently but I started podcasting off of an iPhone 4 you know to put in perspective that's dedication and the uh, the amount of not just reaction but the quality the the perception the the amount of people sharing like i see your i see your anytime your podcast comes out i see it from not just you but someone else sharing the promo or or just a clip or, or whatever the the little thumbnail is 
and uh it's huge so it's obviously inspired me to kick mine back up little space issues you know not having the the exact location down but now we do that's huge but uh yeah everyone please go check out the rundown with silva and, sh- well and shout out to projects. uh yeah shout out to uh austin ss of the ss creative he's my producer he fucking shows up every time i have an episode drops what he's do- doing and comes and make sure i get everything as far as video wise and visual shout out to him shouts out but um what's uh what's the the last thing that we can run off of uh what's the the newest rundown song is it gonna be uh the uh the the video that we shot yeah yeah so right now it's only on youtube my lazy ass has not put it on all sorts of cool platforms like spotify and (laughs) itunes and shit i swear to god i'm going too soon uh i just gotta remember some logins and whatnot but um yeah you can find the newest stuff from rundown right now on lockdown roommates lockdown roommates and then um there's some new squared stuff on Spotify and Bandcamp as well. Um, season premiere EP. Uh, and I- I'm excited to get back on stage. It sounds like Squared is getting back on stage June 5th at the Yucca Tap Room. Feels really good. So dope. Me and Gio just came off of doing a little acoustic set uh, at the Yucca, and it was a lot of fun. We did that about two weeks ago now and got to open up for uh, Morgan's Bluff. Um, awesome time. And uh, – I'm excited to see things come back. I want everyone to be healthy and vaccinated or whatever the fuck you want to do, whatever it takes. I want everyone's life to be able to go back to normal. I'll do whatever it takes. Just to get y'all to come back out to these shows. Of course. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Make sure that you are checking out all the the things that we plugged, but you can always find me on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, all the major platforms, the GuyCast, TH3 GuyCast. That's also my, you know, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. If you want to just check out some of the new stuff that I'm going to be coming out with, we got one takes that we're shooting here in the studio. I've got a bunch of new songs coming out from Team Seven. That Damn, we're literally you're busy, recording. son. Got a lot, and this podcast is just the beginning. Like I said, I didn't have a place that was comfortable that I can have yeah. people come through that wasn't in my kitchen and all this stuff. And that's just on top of being a, a podcaster in a band living with someone so it's a, it's a huge thing uh so i really appreciate those who have come through for the podcast while they're mobile everyone who's willing to come through now even during the pandemic but again thank you so much everyone please check out the rundown with silva newest podcast all local guests all dudes who are literally putting in work in our scene and again mm-hmm. you can find me everywhere g-u-y-v-3-r for my music that's guyver welcome to the guy cast thank you guys for tuning in guyver i love you buddy love you too man i'll see you later doggy